0: Welcome to It Takes Two to Tango, Conversations That Move Us. I'm Martina.
1: And I'm Nat.
0: (laughs) And together we are two life coaches on a mission to make the world a better dance floor.
1: Yeah, in this series, we invite you to a metaphorical dance, which is a conversation about how to partner with life in a more meaningful way.
0: So we will translate some of the concepts that we have learned from both Argentine tango and ballroom dancing and we'll take them off the dance floor so that you, too, can experience the bliss that we experience in partner dancing and you'll get to experience that in your life and also in your leadership.
1: So shall we dance.
0: I would be delighted.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So. What we wanted to do today was share a little bit about how this collaboration came to be, uh, because it's, it's actually a little bit of a funny story. Um, so Mar- I, Martina had shared something on her Facebook profile um, about a um, our fictional pregnant lady. <laughs> <laughs> she posted this riddle about how a pregnant lady Gets up, goes to the kitchen, and you know gets food. And the question is, what did she open first, right? And what was interesting is I I answered her riddle, and then she messaged me that I got it right, and um, and to share it. And in the process of her going to messenger to to, to um, write me, she saw a uh, a message that I had left her several years ago. <laughs> <laughs> that um, had inquired about her passion for dance and how she had wanted to somehow include dancing in her work. And uh, this led to a conversation and we just really hit it off. And we thought that it would be fun to, at some point when the world opens up again, to do some sort of workshop together and include the, our passions of Argentine tango uh, and, and partner dancing with our coaching as as a way to um, sort support people, um, as we said earlier in living a more meaningful life to to partner with life in a more meaningful way. So, um, This was just so so martina came up with the idea of like well instead of waiting until the world opens up what if we just have a conversation uh weekly i think we're not sure yet uh, um, to discuss some of our insights about how dance informs our coaching our leadership how we show up in life and um we we actually don't know Uh, how many episodes this is going to be, what it's going to include, but we have a number of topics already laid out that we we feel inspired to to talk about. And um, I personally really love this flow because um, I don't always do things off the cuff like this. Um, I have this tendency to try to keep, to, to plan out and make things perfect. And so this more improvisational way of uh, creating this pop-up conversation is exciting me it, it makes me nervous a little anxious um but but it's an exciting type of energy and this is a big essence of um like salon tango as well Is it's very Im- improvisational it's not choreographed you don't really have uh, set steps you just move how the music moves you so um, that's what I have to share about that Martina do you want to add to that
0: well yeah you know it was interesting when I saw that message in messenger right that had been waiting there for a couple years and I thought oh my god how did I miss that and I could have just dismissed it right But I've made this commitment to be in conversation and so I decided, you know what, let's address this. Let's talk about it. And so a little bit delayed. I felt like I accepted your invitation to dance or your invitation to converse, which to me are very similar. And so we when we talked, you know, we we thought about what do we name this thing? Right. And uh, there is this uh, figure of speech, it takes two to tango and it takes two on Zoom to have this conversation. And so we came up with this tagline of conversations that move us. And, you know, I'm I'm so glad that you like that, because what that says to me is it's a, you know, a conversation that moves us on the dance floor, like you said, it's, you know, when you first start dancing, it's a little nerve-wracking you may not know the other person that you're dancing with i may not know that leader's style right i may not know your skill level or you know what you have in mind for that music and so it's up to me then to listen and to respond and i find that a similar flow of how we experience dancing especially salon tango that is so improvisational and you never know what you're gonna get right or where you're gonna end up on the floor um, the same is true for me in conversations and there are certain conversations that move me you know that move a conversation forward or that move me in my heart that move me in my mind that I learned something from and so looking at what we talked about, what these episodes could be and what we could share with our clients and with our friends and with our families, our you know, respective dance families, you in Massachusetts and me here in Virginia, it's a, there are a lot of parallels. And I think there's a lot that the two of us have to offer and that we, the two of us have to play off of each other in the tango or ballroom fashion of lead and follow.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just one thing that you said, Martina, that really um, caught my, my attention was this idea of um, you not knowing uh, the, the skill level of, of the leader and needing to respond. And, and I bring this up because this is, these are the type of things that we're going to be talking about where um, you needing to adjust and, uh, and adapt to your leader. Um, Is very much like us needing to learn how to to adapt to life, right? If life is calling us forth, um, sometimes there are going to be situations where um, it's asking more of us than we know we we have the knowledge for, but we need to trust, right? Or sometimes it asks us of something that we already know how to do, um, but how can we approach it from being fully present with it rather than just kind of calling in or just going through the motion, right? And so these are the, some of the things that we want to talk about because, I mean, they're, they're really juicy topics <laughs> to talk about. And, and just having this awareness, um, I believe, really makes for a more fulfilling um, experience of life.
0: Yeah, like in Tango. In the moment when I actually trust myself and my leader and the music and allow you know the moment to inspire me there are these moments of bliss where everything just flows right and every step leads to another and every mistake leads to something beautiful and all of a sudden there are legs flying everywhere and uh, you know the onlooker might think this is rehearsed or uh, that we spend a lot of time thinking about the steps. But the paradox of tango, like the paradox of life is that the more I'm actually attuned to the moment and the more I am attuned to the partner that I share this moment with, the more bliss I create and the more flow and the more inspiration happens in that dance. And I loved, you know, in our first conversation when you and I talked, how you've already taken some of these things into your leadership conversations in your coaching right
1: yeah yeah um just speaking of like the bliss on the dance floor i can experience that if i let myself go and trust in the moment um, which isn't always the case um, because sometimes there's a my tendency to get in my head and worry more about how i look or um Leading the fancy steps, and again, this is a metaphor for life, where you know we can get caught up in trying to be perfect or um, trying to look a certain way that we we have it together, and that really breaks down the experience uh, that we that um, it it robs us of the experience that we could be having when we make more important uh, something that isn't really that important in terms of connection and life experience
0: and i think you know this pandemic has taught most of us how important connection is
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and you know what we sometimes overlook as dancers or leaders is that not just the connection but the quality of connection matters so much
1: yeah yeah so so again, this is, these are some of the topics that we want to discuss going forward um, in, in future episodes. Um, and just to just throw some other ideas out there. And and, and I just want to say right now too that uh, that we are open to topics um, from you as well, our, our audience, uh, things that are happening in your life that maybe you want um, insight on from a, from a dance perspective, and maybe how. Ha- um, or how we can explain it in a dance perspective um, or, or from our coaching. So I mean, I don't see a separation uh, in that it, it's it's all one, uh, one form of communication. Um, but some of the topics are, you know, how can we move each other and be moved on the dance floor or in life? <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you know, with that, how can we translate this into conversations that move our hearts, that move us forward, and that connect us more in relationships, whether it's a personal relationship, a professional relationship, or your leadership style?
1: Yeah, and speaking of leadership, um, I, I want to step back a, l- a little bit. <laughs> I jumped <laughs> ahead in, in my in our outline here. Oh, okay. Uh, I want to talk about really about like why, and this speaks to this leadership as well. Why are we having these conversations? Um, one is that it's it's fun. Um, I find this type of conversation really energizing. Um, the, the second is that, um, as Martina referenced, um, whether, whether it's the pandemic or the world right now, I feel is, it's, it's asking us to show up differently. It's asking for a new type of leadership. And I mean, just imagine for those of you that have partner dance or even just danced together, imagine what it would be like if our world leaders got together and danced, right? and really learned how to lead and listen and follow and really move together as one rather rather than have it be um, a, a battle of who is better or um, who is worst. you know, imagine if we came together and, and really learned to partner with ourselves and with each other. So that, that's a big reason why we're having these conversations. Um, and and even beyond the world leaders, you know, the government officials and the people that we tend to think are our are, are leaders and, and influence our life, um, I feel there's a, a call for more self-leadership and leader not only self-leadership, but leadership within our communities. So whether you're a mom, a dad, uh, employer, employee, um, uh, spouse, life partner, whatever role that you identify with, you are all leaders in your own communities. And so the more that we can be aware of how we show up, how we impact other people and um, how we can be better at partnering with other people, I think everyone benefits.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, wouldn't it be nice if we brought some of the dance floor etiquette into our conversations off the dance floor, right? Where we are aware of the fabric of agreements that we have with each other and the parameters and the context for conversations. You know, just alone in Facebook, for example, you know, if we observed some common etiquette that we agree. I think a lot of arguments would turn into a tango or a dance in a different way, Mm -hmm. not quite as seriously.
1: Yeah, that's beautiful, Martina. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: So then leaping off of this idea of inviting in a new form of leadership, um, what does that entail? Like how do we become better leaders in our own lives? Um, it requires everything that we've talked, talked about up until now. Um, and connection, um, for me, I, I love to talk about connection because I notice how the connection with myself influences my connection with my partner and how, if I'm not connected, then our, our my connection with my partner is off and, and then it gets into this very physical. Uh, match.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The martial arts of tango. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. You know, there were moments when I would dance with somebody and feel more like a truck being driven around the dance floor than, you know, my partner actually being there present with me. So connection, I I second that. That's so important. And that self-awareness, right, that we bring into the dance or into the tango, so uh, <laughs> yeah, into the tango, or into a conversation, so that we don't, you know, blaze over somebody or you know, hijack a conversation with our own agenda. I think these principles translate so well on and off the dance floor.
1: Yeah, and then with that, um, there's a sensitivity, and in our world, um, in our culture, sensitivity is often seen as a weakness. Um, And within tango and and this form of leadership, sensitivity is a huge asset, a huge strength to be able to uh, be aware of how your body um, is feeling, um, you know, if you're feeling tight or tense, um, and then also how um, the sensitivity to listen to your partner Um, of what is being said and what is not being said. Mm -hmm. Being able to hear that and um, know where your partner is um, and uh, um, where she isn't. I mean, it it is such a delicate, um, intimate uh, conversation that happens on the dance floor, uh, which can also happen Uh, in the day-to-day life as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and I I also think this better listening that you talk about that I think a lot of people crave, right, so that we don't have to shout over each other, especially those of us who are a little quieter often and uh, don't want to assert ourselves in the middle of a lot of extroverts, right? Um, That better listening also brings out new facets in the conversation and brings out a more purposeful and intentional conversation and i think that's a great topic to have nowadays too to get beyond the small talk
1: Hmm. right and at the same time when you talk about you know i i don't want to be so um i know you didn't use this word but like aggressive um or so pushy um but there is something about being assertive on the dance floor as a leader and that one can be assertive without being pushy, right? And and sometimes we have that um, misunderstanding because of the models of leadership that we've seen is that uh, to get our way, we sometimes think we have to be aggressive and pushy, Mm -hmm. but there is a way to be assertive and be a leader and still honor and respect those around us.
0: Yeah, and vice versa, you know, from the followers perspective, there's this misunderstanding that if I follow you in dance, I am the weaker person or I am surrendering or I need to give up my own abilities and capabilities. But in tango, it's actually evident because we have that embrace and it has a certain tone rather than pressure. Right. So it becomes that conversation to where I actually, the more I listen to you as a leader, the more I find my own ability and my own pauses to play. And so I think the same is true in leadership when there is a strong leader who knows how to assert his or her intentions or vision without being pushy. There is more freedom than for the follow through and for the follow up, because it it requires both in a conversation, a good lead and a good follow. And um, yeah, so then you get what what you called when we last talked, what you call a whole body leadership. And I I really love that term, you know, because then you're leading from the heart and with a whole body and with the soul rather than just out there somewhere. (laughs)
1: yeah yeah right you're leading with your heart you're leading with your sensitivity um, listening Um, you're and like you said you're not out there you're not just in your head Um, you're it's not just it's not brute force Uh, it is just again this beautiful conversation that can create change right create change based on a foundation of respect.
0: Yeah, and literally and metaphysically pivot to whatever happens.
1: Mm, Right.
0: So, you know, to recap what we talked about today for, you know, everyone listening is, uh, you know, what are you thinking about this whole dance of life and leadership? What are your thoughts? You know, when you think about how dance, how lead, how follow affects you, and how you can affect your own lead and your own follow in that dance of life.
1: Yes. So please comment. We'd love to hear uh, your thoughts about what we've talked about before. Again, we invite you to um, share any insights that you've gotten from our conversation today. Uh, We've also have a Facebook page. Uh, I think if you go to facebook.com, to the Tango conversation, but we'll post the link uh, for you so that it's easier for you to follow. And go ahead, Martina. Yeah,
0: and whether you're a dancer or not, and whether you consider yourself a leader or not, we are curious to hear your perspectives and your questions, your concerns, your comments. Uh, Per dance etiquette, please be kind. Please be uh, positive and inspirational. And um, I look forward to the next step of this conversation.
1: (laughs) All right. So thank you. Thank you, everyone, for sharing this dance with us. Uh, Remember, it takes two to tango. So uh, let's create conversations that move us. And until next time, this is Nat.
0: And this is Martina. And together, we are two life coaches on a mission to make the world a better dance floor. So thank you for the dance.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much.